0: Learn how to prove your social media ROI with a free training or a free trial by visiting agorapulse.com slash SME today. Again, agorapulse.com slash SME. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media.
1: On today's show, we're going to explore what's working amazingly right now on LinkedIn. Should you be spending more time in private messages or in public comments with your valuable time? Some new data might actually change your perspective on this. And to be blunt, more people are engaging with LinkedIn pages rather than profiles than many of us thought. So excited to update you on that and more right now on the social media marketing talk show. My name is Jerry Potter. Yes, it rhymes with the boy wizard host of the show, a production of social media examiner. And today we are going to break down the latest social media news and what it means for marketers like you all around LinkedIn.
0: Did you know that we can deliver awesome marketing info directly into your inbox? Simply subscribe to our weekly newsletter that comes out three days a week. You won't miss any of the updates going on in the world of social marketing. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates.
1: I'm joined by Judy Fox. Judy is a LinkedIn strategist and her course is called the LinkedIn Business Accelerator Program. Welcome back to the show, Judy. So glad to have you here.
2: Excited to be here.
1: So one of the things that you talked about last time on the show, because you always bring so many insights from talking to your clients and obviously being a LinkedIn expert, one of the things you brought up last time, like, hey, this is really good. Now LinkedIn has come out and said, hey, this is really working. And so, you know, you're always ahead of all this. So I'm excited to jump in. But to start, talk to us about some of the new information that's come out about how people have been using LinkedIn in the last year compared to previous years, because this is exciting news for marketers.
2: Yes, I was going to say, we all the time are giving advice out there and, you know, social media examiners doing amazing interviews around LinkedIn. And what's really great is when the statistics back that up. We always love the numbers. And I'm going to start with the conversations because we're seeing an increase, 25% more public comments happening on LinkedIn. What that means for you and your brand and your business, when you post, the chances of you having more engagement is growing. And I love seeing that more people are stepping out and making conversations publicly happen.
1: That's a big thing is, you know, the platforms can change everything they want, but until the consumer behavior comes along. And so since LinkedIn spent years as sort of the resume social network, you know, until a few years ago when it really started to get a lot better, the consumers weren't used to that behavior. And so the more that happens, it's likely only going to go up. So I'm really excited about that.
2: Yeah, I jumped out of the gate with what I think is my most exciting number. (laughs) And when we think about it, no brand or business wants to create content that no one likes in comments. Crickets. You want conversations. So seeing a big jump like that of 25%, I love it. Yeah. (laughs) The next number is we're going to talk about how many more people are viewing. We've got 22% more people in the feed. So... What that means is there's more time being spent on the platform. Is that how you read that number?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think it's more time on the platform, not private messaging, but actually, Mm -hmm. you know, in the feed, consuming the content. And I'm not surprised to see this. I'm excited to see this because, you know, ever since LinkedIn turned on creator mode 18, 24 months ago or whatever it was to make it easier and more tools for creators, the content's gotten better. Yeah. And that's why we're going to hang out.
2: Yeah. So if you're asking yourself, what is creator mode? I have a YouTube video on Social Media Examiner (laughs) that literally (laughs) says how to turn on creator mode because it has 11 million people. They're coming out with the numbers now. And I love knowing you are in good company. You are in good company with 11 million people turning it on since March of 2021.
1: Well, another neat thing about all of these statistics that they are sharing is, you know, this is literally comparing 2022, which obviously just wrapped up to 2021, like year over year. This isn't, you know, compared to five years ago, it's up 25%. I would go, eh, but year over year, that is a big jump.
2: Yes. And let us know in the comments if you are loving the numbers because we can keep going. We're number droppers. (laughs) I believe in social proof. Like I said, we can always have advice to the end of the day, but unless the numbers back it up, it's just advice. So the next space that we're going to cover is I want to celebrate the 850 million members. And I would love an idea of when people predict they're going to pass the 1 billion member mark. That would be a fun prediction. It reminds me of like when you're going to predict when someone is going to give birth to a baby. (laughs) Sorry, I'm going off topic here, but come on. It's a cool milestone. Yeah,
1: you want to have a instead of a baby pool, a one billion pool when people predict (laughs) the date that they'll get there, right?
2: They should do like the big blow up balloons behind them with what celebrating 1 billion.
1: <laughs> yeah, it would be interesting to see for sure. So some really amazing things about the way that consumers are using it, which is great for us as marketers. And then some also some interesting information about LinkedIn company pages. Frankly, they're being used more, at least than I thought and a lot of people that I talked to. And so we want to jump into that here in just a second. Judy, by the way, is not only with us on the show today, but she is going to be at Social Media Marketing World. And if you are looking for a master plan to guide your future social marketing, you're going to want to be there too. You can learn about the upcoming marketing strategies that you need to know about, expert trainers showing you how to develop a winning social media strategy and take your business to the next level. In fact, Judy is going to be talking about how to create a winning LinkedIn sales funnel, and you can be part of it as well. Just go to socialmediamarketing.world. Grab your ticket today, socialmediamarketing.world. So pages have often been this format that some do really well and a lot of them struggle. But this new data that's coming out is showing that not only are pages doing better and getting more reach, but on the consumer side, again, are also engaging more with pages. So what is this? some of this new information and how do you interpret what's going on with this, Judy?
2: Well, we're going to start first with the fact that they are posting at least weekly. We have 2.7 million pages posting weekly. And what that tells to me is, you know, you have conversations not just happening on the personal profiles, but also the company pages. And I had a really great conversation with the CEO this past week And we were comparing what kind of content can do well. If you just had to summarize the highest level of content that can do well on personal pages versus company pages, short form content can do really well on company pages versus the thought leadership, long form story type of content that can do well on personal pages from a CEO level.
1: Yeah. And that makes a lot of sense. You know, when I've consulted people on LinkedIn, I consult around a lot of different marketing. And when I consult on LinkedIn, I've kind of said, well, company pages are tough unless you know, one of two things, either one, if it's a bigger company and they've got an incredible employee advocacy platform, basically the employees are so loyal, they're sharing all the content, you know, can't help but perform. But the other one is if you've got a thought leader, charismatic CEO. And so, so that's interesting. So the stuff you're seeing working on company pages then is shorter content that's really standing out.
2: Yes, I have worked with a company page where if we even just keep the text as one line and have that related to either an external article or a poll post or some type of interactive content, a live stream, just like Social Media Examiner is doing here, keeping that text and the reading part as really, really short because I do think people are ready to take action when they actually engage with a company page. Wow.
1: Okay. Cause I was going to ask you, you know, short is a relative term. So, you know, what do you mean by short? And you mean short, <laughs> short.
2: Yeah. One line of text,
1: one line and then an infographic or a live or anything like that.
2: Exactly. Cause people following the company page have already said yes to wanting that content. So you can deliver it in a deeper, more connected way versus, hey, read this really long text post. I just see the difference.
1: Yeah. And another thing they reported too was that. Pages that are posting at least weekly have six times more followers than pages that post monthly. And then the one that really jumped out at me was 40% of LinkedIn visitors, in other words, profiles, individuals like you and I, engage with a company page organically every single week.
2: I love that. And I think one of the reasons why I keep telling people about short form content for company pages is because it actually helps pull the band-aid off of what do we talk about. So if you just try to dial back the energy of where do we start, how do we start posting, start short, start easy, start talking with your community.
1: So when you're working with businesses, you're finding that essentially they're feeling this pressure to create this giant, long, amazing article, for example. But this kind of removes that pressure because it's nice and short and sweet.
2: Correct. I'm still a fan of sending them to a long article, but you allow it to not have to be all written in the text of the body of the post. Does that make sense? Yeah. Long articles can still be amazing on LinkedIn.
1: Yeah. And I'm a big fan of that where you give something that's nice and short and then you have an opportunity to go for the people that want to go deeper. So the people that don't, you still gave them something valuable, but the people that want to go deeper then, you know, have that opportunity to do that Correct. as well. Yeah. So that's exciting for company pages. And then LinkedIn events, which, you know, includes like right now we're streaming this on LinkedIn and it was a LinkedIn event. And there's a lot of information about LinkedIn events also just, skyrocketing over the last year. Tell us a little bit about that.
2: Yeah, and I was trying, before the session, I was trying to say, what are they defining? In my view of what I think they're defining, it also includes the LinkedIn audio event feature. So they've now given you three buttons to choose from, which is a LinkedIn Live, like we're doing right now, a LinkedIn audio event, audio only, And the third one is a LinkedIn event that can be a link to the space you want to have that event. If that's offline, if that's in person, it can be just an event that doesn't live on LinkedIn is what I'm trying to explain. So three options to host an event. And 176% increase in more people creating LinkedIn live events. That's huge.
1: It's one of those like, oh, that's a fake number. That can't be right. Almost 200% increase. That's huge. uh, Yeah, not exactly subtle at all. And yeah, they said, you know, literally compared to 2020, which you would think would be the most virtual events, although the tools weren't there like they are now on LinkedIn, It was way up for 2021 and then way up for 2022 as well. And then something you brought up last time on the show, you were talking about the power of LinkedIn newsletters, which is still a relatively new feature overall, but you just, you came in raving. And I remember I, I made a note. It was one of those days where I'm like, Oh, you know, this is great information from the show. Like we always try and deliver. And now LinkedIn's telling everybody, Judy, your secrets out, but what have they shared now about the power of newsletters and how well they are working and have been working over the last year?
2: Well, first, I want to point out that when I look at the numbers, when I see that we have 85 million people have subscribed to newsletters as a number, 85 million people have clicked the subscribe button. That's huge. Yeah. We want to be a part of that. So if you don't have a newsletter, you're going to want to launch one. (laughs) The next area just to realize is there's 36,000 LinkedIn news. Am I reading that right? 36K?
1: Yeah, 36,000 LinkedIn newsletters.
2: And 85 million newsletter subscriptions that people have decided to subscribe, right? Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, Get the numbers right. I want to make sure I get these numbers right. That means there's a lot of subscribers available and active for only 36,000 newsletters. When you think it's crowded for newsletters, it is not.
1: Yeah, this is one of those things where they sort of creatively presented the numbers as companies often do. But yeah, so they say there's 29 million unique newsletter subscribers. But the point is, it's way up, right? True. (laughs) I don't want to get lost in the weeds or anything like that. And then you have been sharing for you and your clients. And I mean, this is such a great angle to go with for marketers for you and your clients. I mean, you're seeing the newsletters are not only increasing your reach dramatically, bringing you new people, but you were sharing that It's helping you even repurpose old content, right? You've been repurposing previous stuff in newsletters?
2: Yes. And I'm going to point out a TikToker and a YouTuber that I've worked with that is just repurposing their content from YouTube and TikTok inside of the newsletters. They're not creating any new content. They're giving a home on LinkedIn to the content they've been creating other places. And the feedback that I got is the return on investment is huge. Because if your consumer and your ideal client does live here on LinkedIn, they may not be on YouTube all the time. And for them to discover that you have a YouTube channel here on LinkedIn can be extremely powerful to capture them and move them over to YouTube. And that is her result. She is literally saying it is worth it. It's about once every other week that they're posting a newsletter. And it's a very simple newsletter. It's embedding the YouTube video putting the YouTube summary. That was the text underneath and bing, bang, boom. It's amazing.
1: (laughs) Something that you could do in a few seconds with this content you're already creating. And so you kind of just answered this, but just to clarify, when you say repurposing, it's not uploading the YouTube video to LinkedIn. They're actually just putting, they're embedding. And you said people are doing this with TikTok videos too, in a newsletter. And that's the content.
2: Correct. The relationship LinkedIn has with YouTube physically embeds a player inside of your newsletter. So number one, that doesn't mean they're opening up YouTube to play it, but you're still gaining the visibility by them playing that YouTube video on LinkedIn, which is really great.
1: Yeah, which counts with your views and everything like that. And, you know, you had shared LinkedIn is really still the only social network that is kind of encouraging sharing content from other places. You know, certainly Twitter is okay with links, but in general the social networks don't want people leaving and, you know, things like that. But LinkedIn is the only one that's kind of come out and said, "Hey, look, if it's good content, share it. We're not going to punish you because you have a link or anything like that." So
2: Correct. They have monetized their platform other ways. So when you really think about Mm. why people pay and how LinkedIn is making money when you really kind of dial it back and look at the money. (laughs) Companies have to external link to their job opportunities and their job boards. And LinkedIn almost has to allow that to happen because that is a huge revenue source for sales teams, for jobs and recruiting. I mean, when you really think about that enterprise solution concept, there has to be the ability to external link and have those be pushed out.
1: Yeah, and what a gift for us as marketers and business owners, which is fantastic.
2: Yes, we benefit.
1: (laughs) Judy always has the best information and I can't wait to see you at Social Media Marketing World here soon. How to Create a Winning LinkedIn Sales Funnel is uh, what she's gonna be talking about. Don't forget to get your tickets now at socialmediamarketing.world. You can get a physical ticket to join us in San Diego or a virtual ticket again at socialmediamarketing.world. Judy, where can we find out more about you?
2: Well, first, you can find me on LinkedIn. It's J-U-D-I-F-O-X. And the easiest way, if you want to, is type in the search bar, hashtag Fox Rocks, and you can scroll a whole news feed of my content and places that I show up and share.
1: Oh, that's a great way to share it. Yeah, so hashtag Fox Rocks there on LinkedIn. And if you want to add another podcast to your listening lineup, we've got a couple for you to check out. The Social Media Marketing Podcast hosted by Michael Stelzner. You can find that in your favorite podcast player and as well as the Web3 Business Podcast, which is really starting to blow up. Until next time, may you be wise with your marketing decisions. Thanks so much, everybody. Thanks, Judy.
0: Thank you. The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. Want more good stuff? Sign up for our top-notch social marketing newsletter. We deliver it straight into your inbox three days a week. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash getupdates.